where are you? Where are you? Such an interesting question. Taken one way, it's a simple and straightforward question. A genuine inquiry regarding the physical whereabouts of another person. The kind of question a child may ask at the end of a game of hide and seek when they can't find all of their friends. Where are you? Come out, come out. Wherever you are. Taken another way, however, is a deep and a haunting question. Asked not for the gathering of information by the question asker, but instead for the soul searching of the one to whom the question is asked. Where are you? How would you answer that question? The first time this question was ever asked was recorded for us in our scripture reading this evening from Genesis chapter 3. In it, Adam and Eve had just eaten a piece of fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The only tree from which God had expressly instructed them not to eat. In the aftermath of their disregarding God's instructions... Suddenly finding themselves exposed and aware of their nakedness, they felt guilt and shame over what they had done and over who they were. So they covered their exposure to one another with leaves. And they covered their exposure to God by hiding among the trees of the garden. In response to their guilt, And because of their shame, the first humans tried to hide. Where are you? God called to them as they hid among the leaves. We've been continuing to try and hide ever since then, haven't we? Down through the ages, we keep trying to hide the truth about who we really are. We keep trying to hide the truth about what we've really done. Out of sight from God's examining eyes. Like Adam and Eve, we look for cover wherever we can find it. Figuratively covering ourselves with leaves. Early in the morning, we hide behind the leaves of sleep or exercise or the morning news. Anything to engage or distract the mind rather than allowing the Lord to search us in the quiet of the day. Once the sun comes up and families wake up and the day gets going, it seems that we have no choice but to get buried by the leaves of responsibilities and schedules and activities and appointments and meetings that keep us busy and distracted all throughout the day. In those in-between moments of our day, while we're driving in our car or while we're waiting for the kids to come home from school, rather than sitting in silence where we can hear the voice of God calling to us, we often hide behind the leaves of the radio in our car or the apps on our phones, anything that will drown out the silence and fill up the empty space. 
In the evening when things finally begin to quiet down, we often hide behind the leaves of endless shows on the television or endless pictures on Instagram or the endless pages of books that we read until the moment that we escape into sleep. We as humans have an uncanny ability to find leaves around every corner all throughout the day that we can slip behind in order to not be seen, not be exposed, not be found out for who we really are, for what we've really done. We're like children in the fall who rake together piles of leaves that are so tall that they can jump into them and completely disappear. We rake together so many distractions, so much busyness, so many appointments and activities and responsibilities and diversions and entertainments that we become consumed by them. We disappear into them and we use them to hide from the voice of the Lord that calls out to us throughout the day. Where are you? Where are you? Why do we do this? Why do we insist on hiding? Tim Keller once said that to be loved but not known is comforting but superficial. But to be known and not loved, this is our greatest fear. And what Keller was saying was that as human beings, we're okay hiding. We're okay having a shallow, superficial relationships with with God and with others. If it means that we don't get exposed and we don't risk the possibility of being rejected. But the very worst thing for us, what we are most afraid of, is that we will be exposed and found out and shown for who we really are and for what we've really done And then be rejected because of it. To be known and not loved is our greatest fear. And this, I believe, is why we hide behind so many leaves. We'd rather choose a shallow and superficial relationship. And and, and we'd rather choose shallow and superficial faith rather than risk being exposed and ultimately being rejected because of who we are, because of what we have done. And so we hide behind leaves in order to avoid examination and exposure in our lives. We'd rather live in the illusion of being loved but not known, rather than risk the potential of being known and not loved. But what Keller goes on to say is that what we all actually want and what we all ultimately most desperately need more than anything else is to be fully known and truly loved. And that, Keller says, is what it is to be loved by God. Where are you? It's not a question that God asks to interrogate you or to shame you, or to reject you. 
He already knows everything about who you are. And he already knows everything about what you've done. We cannot hide those things from him. We heard it in our psalm reading this evening. That God has searched us and known us. He knows when we sit and when we rise. He discerns our thoughts from afar. He is acquainted with all of our ways. There is nowhere that we can go to get away from His presence. Wherever we go, whatever trees we hide behind, He is right there with us. We can't hide from God. There are no leaves that you can duck behind to hide from Him. And so His question Where are you? Isn't seeking to interrogate you. He already knows the answer to the question. Instead, it's a question that is seeking to illuminate. It's a question he asks in order to invite us to come out into the light. Where we can experience that which we need most. To be fully known. Be truly loved by Him. This is why the season of Lent is so important for our lives. Lent invites us into a 40-day journey of self-examination. Where we can answer God's question of where are you? By stepping out from behind our hiding places and saying to the Lord, here I am. Offensive ways and all. Fully known. And once we're honest about ourselves, once we're known, Lent calls us to a journey of repentance for the things that we have done, which bring guilt and shame into our lives. And it leads us on a journey to a cross where we remember that Jesus died for us in order to forgive us Of our sins. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The journey of Lent leads us to a cross. Where we are most profoundly reminded. That even as we are fully known. Which is the reason for the cross. That we are also truly loved. As we see Christ upon the cross. Fully known. And truly loved. That is what the journey of Lent will do for us. And it's what we need more than anything else. In order to help you along in this journey of being fully known and truly loved. Each Sunday throughout the season of Lent here at Redeemer. We're going to be looking at a different question that God asks of His people throughout The Old Testament. They are questions that are intended to lead us into self-examination and and introspection. And each day throughout the season of Lent, we're going to send you an email with a question or a prompt to get you thinking in a self-reflective manner. Our prayer is that these will help you today by day. Come out from the shadows of your hiding places and step into the illuminating light of God's Love for you. Where are you? Where are you? I invite you to take the next couple of moments of silence. 
in the next 40 days of Lent to really wrestle with your response to that question. Hear the Lord ask it of you. Where are you? Let's pray. Search us, O God, and know our hearts. Test us and know our anxious thoughts. Help us see the offensive ways in us and lead us in the way everlasting. Amen.